0: Well, hello, and welcome back to the Storm Dart Weather Podcast. This is episode one hundred fifty-eight. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. I'm Shara. And this is the Wild Ride episode, and sure has been a wild ride, you know, here lately. I'm into that. <laughs> I mean, uh, the the we were in the the deep freeze, and then we we're in mid spring, and uh, yeah, one day, uh, what is it on the. Uh, Looking at my notes, we got uh, to 76.5 or 75.6. Tuesday,
1: yeah. We got up there. I took my kid, my youngest, to the park. And it was weird because when he went down the slide, I mean, we were in shorts and short sleeves because it was 76 degrees. But when he (laughs) went down the slide, there's still snow at the bottom of the slide, so you landed in snow. No way! (laughs) So course all that snow melting it kind of made it a muddy mess out there for a while but
0: yeah i mean even the disc golf courses are kind of questionable yeah. uh, i got a friend out at forsyth at empire park now and he said it's okay out there and i went to sunset uh tuesday and uh, for a couple of hours it was just beautiful but you can only play on just a portion of it because sunset is infamous for having you know Big old trenches of water down and around mm-hmm. holes. The, the front part. So we we stayed at hole five and just did some practice out there. But cool. here's a big question: Did you take the kayak out? I I did not. Oh, I was going to.
2: You wanted to. I was terrified of what if we actually did fall in.
1: <laughs> She's terrified <laughs> a lot a lot of things. I would have been fine because that you know you think about Taney Como. Como Como's cold in the summer. Cold in the winter it never freezes yeah that water is 46 degrees right now pumping out of table rock dam so that keeps it
0: warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer yeah kind of like a cave but isn't it generally between 45 and 50 anyway i mean year round all year round yeah, and it, it's, it's very, it moves all the time. That's a good thing. It doesn't yeah, stop, right. so it doesn't freeze. So I, I'm sure there wasn't really any ice forming when it was you know, down below zero. It, it well, the rivers moving. in Miami, in the
1: lake, in, my, in Grand Lake, it was just frozen solid. I mean, they, there were deaths of people falling <sighs> through the ice. No
0: way. Which we always
1: say don't do because it hasn't
0: been frozen long enough to walk on it. Well, yeah, and Cher had her, her fun facts. Yeah, last week or the week before about ice thickness where yeah. you can, you know, it's like, it just scares me. I don't care if the ice is, you know, 36 inches thick. It just <laughs> right. freaks it's me out ice. to walk on it. It's still ice. It's uh, Yeah, I would slip, knowing me, I would slip and fall down and I would start sliding and I would slide into the thin part and then slide into the, no, I'll just, I'll let it thaw and then you can take the kayak out later. So, Shara's really wanting to get on the kayak, aren't you?
2: Um, I'm waiting for warmer weather.
0: <laughs> I probably would have done it
1: had it not been so breezy that day. It was a little windy for me. Uh, okay. We had a couple of wind gusts coming through, and I didn't know. Being out on the water, I just wasn't sure that I didn't want to get the kids too cold and Shara too cold. And Good point. So, I mean, the temperature was great.
0: And if I was alone, I would have done it. But eh. yeah. maybe next time. You're, you're adventurous. Well, for, for people that don't you know, look at our page all the time, I got some stats here. Uh, of course, the title of this episode is Wild Ride. It took one week and seven hours. So 7.15 a.m. on the 16th, Tuesday the 16th, all the way to 2.15 p.m. On the next Tuesday, twenty third, we had a temperature spread of ninety point four degrees. Because Tuesday the sixteenth was negative thirteen point nine, and then that's just crazy. Yeah, Tuesday after that was seventy six point five, or yeah, and uh, so we or seventy five point six. I don't know. Uh, Still in the mid 70s That's just nuts. And Mm -hmm. that was an anomaly. That's you know because it got knocked down the next day. So, Well, both of those temperatures are not normal, for sure. No. So
1: that's quite the spread, uh, especially for February. I mean, well, I guess it would have to be in the winter months for that to happen because it's not, it's not too far-fetched for the temperature to be in the mid-70s on, in February. It happens. Oh, true. But it would still have to be, you know— a cold winter month for it to get that cold. So if you're going to have a spread like this, this is probably about the,
0: the the right month for it. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's still... I mean, now this was Tuesday we were in the 70s, and the snow melt is just rapidly just, you know, disappearing. But there's some shaded areas where there's still, you know, a little little pile-ups uh, like mm-hmm. the guy across the street uh, his the front of his house faces the north so it never does get any you know any sunlight and there's just a little pile of snow even today there's just a little pile of snow out there I um, got some info from the National Weather Service they uh, it's it's called story maps if you go to in uh, no weather.gov/ Springfield it's one of their stories up at the top you can click uh, it gives a whole outline of the entire uh, historic a freeze event. And one of the things was, uh, articles in that story was extended period below freezing. And they say, now this is Springfield. So Springfield dropped to below freezing at 3:52 PM on February 6th and did not warm above freezing until 11:52 AM Saturday, the 20th. So they say that adds up to 356 hours of continuous air temperatures below freezing. Wow, that's and in, in that that's Springfield. That's insane. This, this whole freeze event was so unusual. Well, I mean, honestly, I kind of
1: enjoyed it. A lot of people didn't. I did. Really? Because it never happens like that. I mean, I I can say I can always go back and say, remember that the winter of 2021 <laughs> when it got down to minus 13. See, now I have something to and talk about. And everyone
2: lost their power, and we had to do rolling blackouts. Yeah. My
1: kids will remember <laughs> that. Everybody will remember that. It was that. so fun. And it didn't last. I mean, yeah, it lasted a, a good week where we didn't go above freezing, but it's back to normal now, you know?
0: Yeah, and like, we really more. are kind of normal. The the normal high for Springfield Uh, For today is 51, and the normal high for Springfield tomorrow is 52. So add one or two degrees to that for Branson. And that's kind of where we're going to be. I I got our forecast grid up here, too. Uh, So, yeah, so for the Branson area today, high 55. Uh, Tomorrow, Friday, uh, recording this on Thursday, by the way, Uh, Friday, 51, Saturday, 59, going to be another great day to go out and do some disc golfing. Well,
1: I looked at the spring outlook for the entire season, and it's looking looking a little, you know, above normal, so it could be a nice spring,
0: I'm hoping. hoping. (laughs) So, me too. I think they had, didn't, didn't that graph. I think we saw the same graphic, there's no... They're not looking at any type of drought at this point. There's some graphic they had on there. I hadn't seen that one. Yeah. I, I hope not. No. I mean,
1: not spring. We, we're never in drought anyway, usually. You know, uh, true. This early, this early on, because we usually get all of our rain right about, you know, spring, March, April, May, and then it just dries up for a while.
0: Oh, there. Okay. Yeah. 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 National Weather Service spring outlook for for March through May. Uh, yeah. Above normal for us. Uh about normal for preset, but they've got a thing over here. It says uh, the U.S. seasonal drought outlook, and we're we're fine. So, but yeah. but a drought persists if you go from Western Kansas, Western uh, Nebraska, Colorado, on to, to the west. They got lots of lots of drought going there. So, hmm. I'm good. And I just saw uh, Springfield radar is going to be down for maintenance. It is down, right? Oh, Did it's it down, down now? today. I thought it went down at 7 a.m., maybe. Oh. I. Yeah. Oh, yep. It sure is. <laughs> well, see, because there's no really no rain on the radar, so I don't I don't even look at it. But That's why
1: it's so clear out there. That's it.
0: The radar. That's why it's not raining today. <laughs> the, weather, the radar's down. radar's down. They can't do it. Uh, they say it's going to be down for about seven days. It says, what is it down for? Well, see, now they're actually telling us why it's down.
1: Yeah, well, this was planned for a long, long time. I mean, yeah. This is part of their...
0: Their big upgrade plan to to get it through the the twenty thirties oh that's yes, uh, but the good thing is we can get the uh Fort Smith radar i mean right on the edge of it will encompass the Branson area, which I like
1: yeah, I mean on radar scope, remember they did a little upgrade to where they expanded the boundaries of the radar oh, yeah. so that'll that'll be helpful for us when Springfield goes down,
0: yeah, yeah. Hey, we're not expecting a lot. I mean, a lot of rain. They're talking about some showers moving back in Saturday night and heavy rain down Arkansas to Tennessee. And I stuff. would say from uh, Dallas to Nashville, around that area, a line
1: they're they're, they're going to get a soaking down there.
0: What what's what's the latest pre- precip amounts? I
1: haven't looked at the latest. I have just seen that. Uh, Flooding is a concern. I haven't seen any uh, amounts as of today. Last I saw was, you know, five or six inches. Oh, that's a
0: lot. That's a lot. That's quite a bit. But I did look at the the, the latest forecast grid and kind of placement. They, they were kind of talking we were going to get something, uh, and I have on on the, the outline that says Saturday night through Sunday night. But I just refreshed the forecast grid for Branson. Now it says 60% Saturday night. Forty percent on Sunday, and then partly cloudy. So I guess the latest models are pushing it even farthest to the southeast. I guess, I, I think so. I th- it's a, it's
1: when you get up here, it's kind of a sharp cut off gradient. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I it would be nice to get a little something. I mean, the ground is still pretty saturated, so we don't need the rain.
0: Yeah, that much. We don't need that much. Now, some of those
1: areas from that, that, where the heavy rain's going to fall, you know, they got snow just like we did throughout that area. So, so their ground's probably already saturated. So it could lead to, uh, some
0: flooding issues for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and that's what we run into a lot of times in the winter time because you get the snowpack. The snowpack slowly melts. The ground can't hold anymore. You get a bunch of rain on top of that. It has nowhere to go because the vegetation isn't there to soak anything up yet. So I went to. Uh, well, we went, took the kids back to the park yesterday. It was a little cooler, but it
1: was still doable. And you know, Stockstill Park it runs right along uh, Roart Creek there. Yeah. And that creek is just full from all the snow melting. In. Oh, really? It really is. Oh, I want to take cool. a camera down there. I want to take a camera down there and do a little meditation. I'll, I'll make a little storm door meditation video and oh. just have the sounds of the creek running for like a minute with no talking and no nothing. Just I love the sound of a of a water flowing in a creek. I do too. Sometimes I bring that up on on Google on my speakers at home and just listen to it. It's soothing and relaxing.
0: Kind of like ASMR type stuff or AMS or ASMR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, where they go and you're trying to chew a chip and I don't that, I never understood that. <laughs> well, there's all kinds of different types. <laughs> yeah, if you're not familiar with A A I think it's called ASMR. It, it's very interesting. YouTube it and some people just think it's really cool. I just I think I would laugh. I mean, but yours is what you're gonna do is more meditation, it's not ASMR. Right. No, uh, <laughs> Uh I did a model uh, parade back here. I I don't see any more arctic air coming in. I mean, I think we well I hope not. We've done our thing and temperatures are 50s and high 50 between 50 and 60. Look till the 13th of March it looks like. So that's going to be really nice. I mean, yeah, we're going to have bouts
1: of of cold days every I mean, oh yeah. We're not done with winter as far as, you know, I mean, of course, meteorological springs coming up in three or four days. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes. But, you know, we still get some cold bouts through, you know, sometimes through April. So hopefully they won't be a a long lasting deal. But I'm not expecting it just to warm up all of a sudden and and, and we'll be done with winter because we still are in February. It's February.
0: Yeah, I mean we're we're getting there. We're, we're we're digging our way out. I say that while I'm wearing shorts and sandals
1: right now, and it's like <laughs> 50 degrees outside. But, uh.
0: <laughs> well, of course you would. I'm in my basement, you know. And spring, spring is right at that that spring and fall because my my uh, central air unit doesn't kick on. So there becomes this really, really wide temperature variant between upstairs and downstairs. So it gets really cold in my basement. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm sitting here with fleece shorts on. Normally I have a, you know, my uh, flannel shirt and stuff. I mean, I got a space heater, but upstairs it's great. That's what I should do is go record the podcast upstairs. Yeah, I think I feel badly for Shara because she's not going to get to drive in the snow up to Springfield. No, I'm good. She didn't drive in <laughs> the snow anyway. I was tired
2: of riding the luge every day to work.
0: Uh. <laughs> I mean, if it gets too
1: bad, we just don't have a mom for the duration of the snowstorm because she has to stay up there. But
2: Yeah, yeah no. I just slept up there during the worst of it. I just got a room and stayed.
0: That was just one but night, I hate right? For you to have to drive yeah. and not. That was the only time I had to. Like like, I
2: was actually just off during the worst of it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, when was it when you fell on the ice? Remember when you had that big old shiner? That was several years ago. That was
2: 2014.
0: We had our daughter, and she's seven now. Wow. Yeah,
2: because I was just getting ready to go back to work, and I had to go back to work from maternity leave with a black eye.
1: Great. (laughs) Great. I remember her whole side of her head just swelled up, and then the black eye came later. Oh.
0: Yeah, don't do well, that. Well, he
2: looked at me. He looked at me and he panicked because he came to help me get up because I think I laid there for a minute.
0: Now were you were you at any like Dollar General or something?
2: I had to go pee and he like just pulled up to the stop so that I could run in oh. and I was jumping over a pile of ice oh. and at miss, Dollar
1: General close to your house. Over, like, yeah, one closer one to over you. There. Oh yeah. Oh my but gosh. But I went
2: face first into the concrete and I got up, and you know he's helping me get up. I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. I need to go to the bathroom. And he looked at me. He's like, you need to get in the car. We need to go to the hospital right now. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I still have going. to go to the bathroom. He's like, don't look in the mirror. Don't look at yourself. Just go to the bathroom and then get back in the car.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! But nothing was broken. You just had a shiner.
2: I just had a massive little bleed oh. on my head.
0: Yeah. No, the only reason I'm bringing that up is because it, it showed up in your in your Facebook memories because. Corey posted a picture. You posted a picture on your timeline one time. It was like, oh,
2: I felt so bad about that. <laughs> and yeah, every year we get nice, fun memories.
0: Injuries happen. You know, that's why we say this this frizzle, this freezing drizzle we were having, it doesn't take much. You know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, seven years ago was pretty intense. But no, 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 no. Well... I don't know. I don't got anything else for this block do you. <laughs> we just kind of. The weather's Not nice. Really,
1: we've pretty much talked about it all.
0: Yeah, I mean, we got some stuff in the second half, so let's just get to the weather school now. I haven't played this one in a while. I thought it was interesting. Cloud seeding. So if you're in those droughts and you need some rain, maybe uh, this uh, cloud seeding is for you. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. For this weather school, we're going to talk about something that has been somewhat controversial in the past cloud seeding. Cloud seeding is a type of weather modification that aims to change the amount or type of precipitation that falls from clouds. This is done by dispersing substances into the air that serve as cloud condensation or ice nuclei, which alter the microphysical processes within the cloud. The usual intent is to increase precipitation but hail and fog suppression are also widely practiced in airports where harsh weather conditions are experienced. The most common chemicals used for cloud seeding include silver iodide, potassium iodide, and dry ice. Liquid propane, which expands into a gas, has also been used. This can produce ice crystals at higher temperatures than silver iodide. After promising research, the use of hygroscopic materials, such as simple table salt, is becoming more popular. When cloud seeding, increased snowfall takes place where temperatures within the clouds are between 19 above and 4 degrees below zero. Introduction of a substance such as silver iodide, which has a crystalline structure similar to that of ice, will induce snowfall production. Cloud-seeding chemicals may be dispersed by aircraft or by dispersion devices located on the ground, like generators or canisters fired from anti-aircraft guns or rockets. For release by aircraft, silver iodide flares are ignited and dispersed as an aircraft flies through the inflow of a cloud. Whether cloud seeding is effective in producing a statistically significant increase in precipitation is still a matter of debate, with contrasting results depending on the study in question and contrasting opinion among experts. A study conducted by the National Academy of Sciences failed to find statistically significant support for the effectiveness of cloud seeding. Stanford University ecologist Rob Jackson surmised the reporting by opining, quote, I think you can squeeze out a little more snow or rain in some places under some conditions, but that's quite different from a program claiming to reliably increase precipitation. In 2003, the U.S. National Research Council released a report stating, quote, Science is unable to say with assurance which, if any, seeding techniques produce positive effects. A 2010 Tel Aviv University study claimed that the common practice of cloud seeding to improve rainfall with materials such as silver iodide and frozen carbon dioxide seem to have little, if any, impact on the amount of precipitation. A 2011 study suggested that airplanes may produce ice particles by freezing cloud droplets that cool as they flow around the tips of propellers, over wings, or over jet aircraft, and thereby unintentionally seed clouds. This could have potentially serious consequences for particular hailstone formation. In the United States, cloud seeding is used to increase precipitation in areas experiencing drought, to reduce the size of hailstones that form in thunderstorms, and to reduce the amount of fog in and around airports. In the summer of 1948, the usually humid city of Alexandria, Louisiana, seeded a cloud with dry ice at the municipal airport during a drought and quickly received 85 hundredths inches of rainfall. Here are some statements from a few countries around the world. In Indonesia, cloud seeding was used to minimize a flood risk in anticipation of heavy floods in 2013, according to the Agency for Assessment and Application of Technology. Israel states they have been enhancing rain in convective clouds since the 1950s. The practice involves emitting silver iodide from airplanes and ground stations. The seeding takes place only in the northern parts of Israel. In France, cloud seeding began during the 1950s with the intent of reducing hail damage to crops. In Southeast Asia, open burning haze pollutes the regional environment. Cloud seeding has been used to improve the air quality by encouraging rainfall. Scientists may not be sure if cloud seeding actually works, but despite the skepticism, countries are moving forward. So the big question is is it all worth the effort? Much more data has to be collected in order to state for certain that the efforts of man will have any major effect on the works of Mother Nature. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of
2: Stormdar Weather School.
0: Okay, it's time to get into the next segment, which is in other news. I've got a couple of things. I think Corey might have something. So you're looking, aren't you?
1: (laughs) No, I'm looking at you.
0: Oh, you're looking at me? Okay. Well, I got a couple of things. So one is uh, something I found on CNN, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, The headline is, the the Pineapple Express is headed for the rain-soaked northwest. And this was an article... Uh, On CNN on the 21st, Uh, the Pineapple Express, basically, uh, uh, does Sharon know what the Pineapple Express is?
2: I know that pineapples are a natural.
1: No, she doesn't. Okay,
2: so the pineapple. (laughs) Put them with meat. Put them with meat.
0: No. But not on pizza.
2: Yeah.
0: No. No.
2: Not, yes. no. Yes. No. No. You, you don't put pineapple on your pizza. I When <laughs> I get the Hawaiian
1: type pizza, pineapple and Canadian bacon, it rocks. I love it. Some people like it. It's
0: it's kind of like cilantro.
2: I don't even like pineapple, so.
0: Oh. I, I can do pineapple every now and then, but it makes my mouth itch and break out, so.
2: I can do a little bit of pineapple juice mixed in with other things.
0: Oh, well, now that, that'll work.
2: But I can't just do pineapple. It's the... It's got a weird texture. It's grainy.
0: Yeah. And there's different ways to like, you can roll it. I saw like, if you have the actual pineapple, you can roll it. And then uh, somehow it is the little pineapple slivers just come out and you can eat it. So that's kind of cool. Okay, so the Pineapple Express, it's an atmospheric river. There's, uh, it develops when there's a big low-pressure system out uh, well in the Pacific, south of the Bay of Alaska. And the counterclockwise motion of that low-pressure system picks up the moisture around Hawaii, thus the pineapple, and makes, uh, makes that moisture stream to the east or the east-northeast and heads right into Oregon or Washington. So uh, they're talking uh, about—here's part of the article. An atmospheric river known as the Pineapple Express Express is forecast to bring a prolonged period of wet weather and the potential for avalanches to Washington and Oregon beginning on Sunday. So, there's lots of mountain snow. There's going to be lots of uh, ground flooding, just a whole bunch of stuff going on. And uh, I mean, you can read the article. You don't have to go to CNN. You can go to, I think it's on Wikipedia. It's, it's a common thing. The Pineapple Express uh, has lots of water vapor in it, just a, nor- uh, a narrow corridor of moisture that just streams in. So, if you're in Washington or Oregon, you better be prepared it's going to be kind of nasty uh going up there hey, i have
1: one okay
0: you do your other one okay what do you got well
1: this week is the ninth anniversary of the branson tornado
0: oh that's right yeah the leap year it tornado. Was on leap, leap year leap day mm-hmm.
1: it, it was nine years ago and it just reminds us that we can have tornadoes any time of year. And it also leads us into uh, what's uh, is the, uh, coming up this week is the
0: Severe Weather Awareness Week. That's it. That, that's exactly what I was, I was getting ready to talk about. Right. It starts on the 1st of March. Um, you know, backtracking uh, about the, the Leap Day tornado, I'm sure the high was in the 60s and 70s then
2: it felt like summer that year. It was, we didn't have a Yeah, hard we didn't winter. have
0: a winter that year. 2011 was the biggie and then 2012 Yeah, 2012 was leap year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we yeah, there's a f- few years we didn't even have snow. So I mean, yeah. So so like you said earlier in the <coughs> excuse me. Uh 60s and 70s are not uncommon. For February. It's uncommon for it to stay up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to go over the uh, severe weather preparedness week. Uh, Monday is receiving weather information. So make sure your weather radios are working. Uh, Tuesday is the biggie. That's the one you and me and Corey uh, we're going to focus on. Is uh, They're going to do a statewide tornado drill at 10 a.m.
1: And that means they're going to sound those outdoor warning sirens. That's true.
0: And people are not going to know what that is. So we've Why got. Why aren't
2: they doing it on a Wednesday? That way people know that it's a drill.
0: Well, they usually do do them <laughs> on Wednesday. I think I it is know. Wednesday. The first Wednesday at 10 or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe later on every couple of
1: weeks, like in the spring. But yeah, it's always been on Tuesday. that The tornado safety day has always been on Tuesday for the severe weather week.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, well, and then, but, yeah, th- this particular league is is all week. So I think they're uh, Tuesday through Friday. They're going to focus on different things. But Tuesday's the biggie. Tuesday is a tornado. Uh, on Wednesday is lightning safety. So they're going to fire the uh, Van de Graaff generators. So there'll be lightning everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Thursday is hail and wind. So they're going to get the big uh, wind machines and the hail machines out there and Friday is flood safety and people I know a lot of people say well it's just flood well flood is a biggie <laughs> especially this time of year people die a lot on of people floods People die in
2: floods yeah most
0: people die in floods because they're stupid they think oh well that's <laughs> a little creek going across there my four by four can can get across there just fine no if if running water is going over a bridge, do not go. What's what's? And there's
2: a lot of people that it comes up quickly around their house, like before they even have time to get out or anything. Oh
0: yeah, Ex- exactly. And, and with hurricanes coming in, we're going to start to start talking about tropics here at some point. Uh, well, that's June, right? Yeah, June 1st. June 1st to November yeah. 30th. That's going to be... Yeah. Okay, so we got a... We, we have the birdwatching report coming back in at some point. 100
1: days from this week <gasps> is hurricane season. Hurricane. Wow. Yeah. Now they, I, I, I've already looked at all the names, and they're actually normal names this year that we can pronounce, basically. Oh. I mean, Read them. Read them. Anna, Bill, Claudette, Danny... Elsa, Fred, Grace, Henry, Ida, Julian, Kate, Larry, Mindy, Nicholas, Odette, Peter, Rose, Sam, Teresa, Victor, and Wanda. Now, that's easy. Whoa. That, those no are wa- easy. No Joaquin or Isaias in there? <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> now, like- I don't know if Henry is Henri, or because it ends with an I. Now, that's the, no- oh. the, the, the least normal name. That's probably it. Henri. only probably Henri. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably something strange there. Or
0: Henri. <laughs> <Probably> <laughs> Henri. <laughs> hey, you know, you, we're just going to have to... Uh, that, the funniest thing they've ever done is is pick Isaias because all the stations, all, the weather stations, the I news stations, none of them could pronounce the Isaiah. Everybody
2: said it wrong. Everybody said it differently.
0: Isaias? Is that it? <laughs> and Isaias... I don't know anyone named Isaias... I don't. That's that's just so strange. I don't know. May, maybe one of the members that were developing the names maybe had a cousin or a, or a pet Who knows? <laughs> named Isaías. I wow. I have no idea. I have no idea. Anyway, that's all I got. You got anything else over there? Well, I
1: uh, I like to look at river gauges. I don't know about you. It's a favorite pastime oh. of, of of my life. But I was. Taking a gander at the Missouri River gauge this this past week. And the river just started rising oh. and rising and rising about
2: snow melting. six
1: or seven feet. <laughs> and it wasn't the snow melting. You know what it was it was oh. causing that? No, and what? It was an ice jam. And the ice <gasps> jam was acting as a huge barrier for the water. So it was just building up water behind it like a dam. Oh, oh, I see. So as soon as the ice jam... Disappears. That water just rushes down past. Boom! Yeah, oh. it's pretty neat to watch to look at on the gauges. I mean, it rises fast.
0: Now is that on Mississippi you're looking at, or where this we- is the Missouri River? Missouri. Okay, Missouri near Boonville. Okay,
1: so you can you can Google that. I think uh National Weather Service Kansas City uh, posted some graphics on it too.
0: Oh, nice! Yeah, I'm so, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go look at that. Yeah, and I didn't know if
1: you'd heard one more thing here. The Golden Girls are coming to Disney+. Plus. Really? <laughs> well. <laughs> well, I accidentally posted that on the oh, that's just- <laughs> Southwest Missouri group this week. I know. The Golden <laughs> Girls are coming to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Corey texted me and says, oops. <laughs> and I went, what? Why he did said you I-
2: take it down?
1: Well, I did. But, you know, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I do remember that. We like we like to keep it weather related and all, but you know, once you have a Betty White <laughs> post, you gotta you gotta make it known she's going to Disney. <laughs> that
0: was kind of funny because as soon as I got the text, I went, "Why would you post Golden Girls?" <laughs> it was out of the group. Well, I don't know. I was posting something else,
1: and then I guess my phone scrolled, and I hit. Uh, share on the wrong post,
0: apparently. <laughs> I have done that. I've actually grabbed the wrong graphic because the, mm-hmm. the way I have everything set up on, on my laptop, uh, I put the graphics on the right side outside of my browser. So then I make the post and drag them over. And I've, I can't tell you how many times I've dragged the wrong. It's like, why is there a picture of a squirrel? That's not, it's supposed to be a picture of the GFS map. I don't know why it's doing that. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? We're human, it happens. We're that, getting older. We are. Senile. Uh, oh, I'm definitely headed that direction. So, Okay, well, that's that's all I've got. You got anything else in other news? I don't. That's uh, all. Okay, so well, I think it's time for the next segment. Get ready to get educated. It's Shara's Fun Facts. It's Shara's Fun Facts. So I'm sure she's got a bunch of them that she's going to dazzle us with her knowledge. So Shara... Take it away.
2: Today, it's totally random facts because there wasn't anything weather-related going on. It's boring outside right now. Yeah, it
1: is. (laughs) March will pick up, though. Yeah.
2: I I got some other things I've been saving, but these are totally random that I found and I liked.
0: Awesome. Okay.
2: So, we all know that casinos are designed to deliberately disorient their visitors, causing them to lose track of time and where they're exactly at to make them stay there and spend more money. Um, Did you know malls were actually designed the same way? Malls? Malls. Oh, okay. It's called the the Gruen Transfer. This phenomenon was named after the Austrian architect, Victor Gruen, who identified how an intentionally confusing layout could lead to consumers spending more time and money in a shopping mall.
0: Fascinating. Yeah, so yeah, because I wonder if that's
2: what it's called in the casinos too, if it's called the Gruen transfer. Well
0: they have something to
1: go to do with the carpet, the design and of course there's no clocks or anything like that. Yeah,
2: it's supposed to disorient you and
0: That's right.
2: Make you stay there and spend more money and not realize what time it is. That's why there's no windows, you can't tell if it's day or night or how long you've been there. And
0: it's really bright. They've got all the festive and stuff in there. Well, you know, and you walk into a mall, you're just immediately hit with all this eye candy anyway. So it's going to take you an hour just to go through half of it. Okay. The the Gruen.
2: Gruen Transfer.
0: Transfer. I like it.
2: All right. So I guess for about 100 years, all maps, like regular travel maps, road maps, contained a an island that didn't actually exist. So it was called Sandy Island. It was a landmass about the size of Manhattan in the Pacific Ocean off the coast of Australia. Supposedly, an explorer, James Cook, discovered it in 1774, and it began appearing on nautical maps in 1908. It wasn't until 2012, a team of Australian scientists decided to set out and go survey the island and see what was down there they discovered there was no island at all. <laughs> Nothing existed at those coordinates. So scientists guess that Cook may have, in fact, spotted something, um, a floating volcanic stone or something that was there at that time, but then was no longer. So anyway, we had a bunch wow. of maps for 100 years with a fake island that didn't exist.
0: Sandy Island.
2: <coughs> Sandy Island.
0: Wow.
2: They actually had a, I think I read somewhere, they had a, they had a memorial for it when they took it off the map they have yeah they published an obituary for sandy island
0: oh the death
2: okay. of sandy Did island they do the same
1: for pluto and we decided it wasn't a real planet well, it's
2: still there though it didn't die just true well
0: mm. yeah i say it's still there i'm i'm from the age where i was taught we had 9 planets in the inside so yeah right <clears throat> my very educated mother just served us 9 pizza pies exactly but there's no more pizza pies so it's like 9 what Just served us.
2: Just served us.
0: Just served. Okay. And something that has just
2: got served. Well, that
1: last thing has to be a food that starts with N, right?
2: Just got served. Nails.
1: My just served us nails. No, no
0: more nachos. 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 (laughs) I love it.
2: All right. All right. Tornadoes, I guess this is kind of a weather one, can I love develop it. over water just as well as they can over land. When they do, they're called waterspouts, mm-hmm. And they suck up large amounts of lake or seawater as well as whatever happens to be swimming in that water. If the water spout travels onto land and the winds decrease, then there's nowhere else but for whatever to go but down. So as far as we know, there's no tornado powerful enough to pick up sharks, but a fishnado is actually very common.
1: So I
0: don't see why it wouldn't. I don't know why it couldn't pick up sharks. If the shark was right at the surface, yeah. I
2: mean, it would have to be swimming up towards the surface. It couldn't be.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, if if yeah, I guess it. I guess the the shark would weigh too much. You'd have to have a really strong because it picks
2: up semis and buildings. Yeah, but they're they're not
0: full. Fledged on tornadoes. Well, either. yes, I will say uh, a waterspout is not as strong. So that's strong what as they're saying.
2: They're saying there's not a waterspout strong enough so far, right, in, that they know of to pick up a tornado or to pick up a shark.
0: So it it could pick up little plankton and fish and stuff, and then the go they are pretty to look at, though. Oh man, aren't they? That's, I've never seen. So
2: that. if the Branson tornado had gone over Como or Table Rock or whatever, then people would have been having fish, finding fish and turtles and stuff in their yards and not know where they <laughs> I came guess. from.
0: It'd be a crappie tornado. It
2: was like yeah. raining fish, raining trout.
0: <laughs> we need to have a trout tornado. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Was Wouldn't that be so? Well, I don't think the tornado would sustain much over Como because it's so cold. You know, that cold air gets sucked up there. It'll, it'll just well, collapse. Well, it's just crossing
1: there. Taneycomo, it's not like it's a real wide body of water. Well, true. Yeah, that's true. And it did. I'm sure it crossed to the leaf
2: Yeah. Stage. Oh, it Ronaldo had to. Crossed. Yeah, it crossed over there,
0: right over Mount Branson. But basically. It, remember, it was going sixty-five to seventy miles an hour right. forward propagation. Just stepped right over Taney Como, no problem. Wow, I know it bounced through the cemetery. Ooh, we'll have mm-hmm. to have to talk about that next time. So, okay, Fish NATO.
2: All right, you can always see your nose.
0: Good to nose.
2: This yep. is, is what actually keeps you focused and oriented. The human brain is capable of amazing things, but in order to do those things, it needs to block out distractions through a process called unconscious selective attention. The nose is one of those distractions. In his landmark 1960s study, uh, Ulrich Nesser discovered this phenomenon after he asked participants to count the number of times basketball players passed a ball in a video. What the large majority failed to notice in the video was a girl walking through the middle of the court with an umbrella because they were so focused on counting how many times the ball was passed.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: So you can always see your nose and it keeps you from being distracted.
0: Well, see. I, I wonder if, if, if I had a nosectomy, mm. if that would really confuse me. I mean, well, it, would, it might Yeah, it it would, might. <laughs> you it might I mean.
2: disorient you
0: because <laughs> I could, yeah, because I can look down and kind of see the nose, but I don't notice it. It's you
2: don't realize you're seeing it, but you can always see your nose. It is always in your line of sight, but you just don't realize it.
0: Wow. Keeps That's your brain
2: from being unfocused.
0: And my brain is pretty much always unfocused. So <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going to keep my nose.
2: <laughs> okay. This one was just funny. Um, in Detroit, let's see, Detroit undercover cops in a drug ring once fought another group of undercover cops. So I can see it now. Like, they, <laughs> I guess two undercover groups came upon each other, like, put your hands up. No, you put your hands up. No, you put your... <laughs> okay. So it was November 2017. Two groups of undercover cops in Detroit accidentally mistook each other for the drug dealers and buyers they were respectively trying to bust. What (laughs) ensued during the raid was a standoff resulting in fists being thrown while guns were pointed at each other. Internal affairs had to be contacted to put the officers under investigation in an attempt to figure out the unfortunate miscommunication and who was really the cops and who weren't.
0: Oh, wow. Oh. It,
2: just, it just seems like a funny movie. Like, put your hands up. No, you put your hands up. <laughs> I'm sure it's
0: been in the movie before. That would be kind of funny, especially if you're looking at it. Well, I, I mean, thought
2: that was gonna be something that happened like in the eighties or seventies or something back before I don't know. I thought it was funny that it happened in 2017.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: how do you have two <laughs> different groups of cops that are undercover in one city going after the same drug ring?
0: I know. You'd have to be in two diff- completely different precincts to not even know each other. It's like come on. <laughs> just funny.
2: Oh, how cool. All right. Last one. All right. Tornadoes used to be called twirl blasts and twirl winds in the 18th century.
1: Twirl blast it.
2: If you lived in the 18th century, you might have referred to tornadoes using the words twirl blast or twirl wind. I don't know. Maybe we should bring those back. Yeah. It's too hard to say. Twirl. Twirl, twirl blast. Well,
1: back in the twirl day, they wind. couldn't use the word tornado. Remember? Why? Yeah, it's my grandmother people. would always say cyclone, cyclone or yeah. twister. There's a even cyclone, the, even Even in the weather reports, they couldn't say it until like the was it the 50s or this? I mean, it was... that's right. Yeah, you did a. We'll have to bring that back up for spring. Read that. Read, read up on that. It's I'm going to have to bring
2: that back as a fun fact.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I yes. Use
2: the word tornado.
0: Yes, and I think we have some spring fun facts too. We're going to have to. Have to quiz Shara on the fun facts again, or, 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 or fact versus myth or something. Yeah. We got something cool like that. That'd be fun. Yeah. That's really fascinating. I'm glad you throw some tornado stuff in there, because I'm going to research that fish thing, the fishnado. Fishnado? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> all right, you said that's it? Instead of that's raining it?
2: cats and dogs, it's raining fish.
0: Yeah, raining raining ra- 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 carp and crappie. <laughs> That'll work. Okay, that's all you got?
2: That's all I got.
0: Well, then I think we need to get to the final segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's the StormDAR weather weather word of the week, and we're going to toss that to Shara if she can see it. And <laughs> <laughs> so, Shara, what is this week's StormDAR weather weather word of the week?
2: Limnology.
0: That is correct. So, what is limnology?
2: Limnology is the study of fresh water, such as lakes, ponds, and marshes. The analysis of the physical and chemical characteristics of the fresh water, as well as the plants and animals that live within them.
0: Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Limnology.
2: Limnology.
0: I had never heard of that before.
2: Should be like freshwaterology. Freshology.
0: Exactly. Fish natoology. See, we're, we we got to invent all these new stormdar weather words. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to run out of weather words. Eventually, I am because I I haven't repeated any. I'm not going to repeat any of these. I
2: think by the time we have to repeat them, they'll be so far down the line we'll have forgotten that we've used them. No, that's
0: before. true. <laughs> and I have them all documented. Everyone. So if anyone's listening to this and you want to have a list of all the Storm Weather Weather Words of the Week, uh, send, send us an email or messages or something. I'll get that to you. Because uh, I have to make sure, okay, uh, this is a new one. This is a new one. I haven't got that before. So, Well, coolness on that. So is your uh, kayak all polished up? You got it waxed? And-
2: well, we have two brand new ones that we haven't broken yet.
0: I still oh, the lights right. on those. I have the lights. I just haven't
1: put them on yet. Because I like to go sometimes at sunset and you have to have lights on. And the drone. Y'all got to take the drone. Well, I I don't take it every time. I take it if I want to get some pictures or, or do a video. So I'll probably take it a lot during the spring and summer.
2: We went sledding last week.
1: Yeah. Did we talk
2: about that on the podcast last week? I can't remember. Well, it was
1: before. the same day. I, I uploaded a video right during the podcast, so... Oh right! Man, my sledding video got like eight thousand well, we views used on the, there.
2: He used the drone for that, and that was so much fun. We actually got to go real live sledding with snow and a large hill, and not just a little bit of snow in our backyard. It
0: looked like fun. It looked like everybody was having a blast, and you were the only ones there.
2: Yeah, it was a just. We took a small group, just some friends of ours, um, us and our kids, and there's probably about fifteen of us. We had a blast.
0: Yeah, and what I saw, I think se-
2: the I think the adults had more fun than the kids. I think we laughed harder anyway.
0: I know you laughed really hard. What, like, uh, who who almost ran into you or did run into you? Someone was that it, was Jillian. Jillian,
2: <laughs> which I guess we didn't know she was coming down the hill. Corey and I went down, and our older boys at the top of the hill were like, "Hey, let's send her down on top of them." <laughs> so they're at the top, laughing their heads off, watching her come hurtling towards us, and
1: you picked up speed. It was a steep hill.
2: It was steep. A and few of
1: the rafts did not survive. We lost three of them. I took seven and three? lost three. Okay, because I—I I first remember. one on
2: my very first run down, I hit rocks. Oh, that's I went and right. A whole
1: bunch. They're really for the pool, but <laughs> Walmart was selling them as snow rafts. They're only four dollars a piece. So oh, I, that's easy. That's uh, not much. So and no kayak.
2: But there was a lot of rocks oh. at the bottom of that hill, and. Uh, so yeah, you kind of had to maneuver around the rocks, which I did not do very well with. So See, every time I went down, I popped a raft.
0: <laughs> well, I noticed in some of the comments uh, in there that they were saying, "Where was that Buchanan? Oh man, we're going to have to go there. Well, it's going to be probably years before we get another snow like that." I mean, well,
1: I, I, I titled the video. We don't know how old these kids are going to be the next time we get a snow like this because
2: yeah, we hadn't had a good. My snow. little kids
1: have never seen a snow like that. This yeah, was now
2: Jilly and Griffin, Jilly seven. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, Jillian's seven, and this was her first real snow that she got to go sledding in.
0: So, what do you think? I mean, did 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 you surprise her with it and say, "Open the door," and it's like, "Here's all this white." I mean, how did she react?
2: No, she knew it was coming. This isn't
1: one of those. This wasn't one of those. All of a sudden, type oh. It snowed all overnight, and there it was. It was kind of stretched out. It
2: went on for days. Yeah, it, it you know, did go
0: a few days. I
1: set up a camera on the last Sunday thinking, oh, it's going to snow, and it never really did anything. We didn't even get an inch that day. And then we got like four or five inches Sunday night overnight, and then we got <laughs> yeah. a few more inches you know, the following Wednesday. It didn't really come all at once in one big spurt. It was Like how we used out. to
2: wake up the next morning, and we would called out of school, and we'd look outside and see all the snow. Yeah, it didn't happen like that.
1: Wow. And when it did first snow, I couldn't send the kids out there when it was... It was
2: zero degrees.
1: Zero degrees or below.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Because it was like stupid it cold. It wasn't safe to go play in the snow. You couldn't
2: even stand to go outside for a I minute. I didn't let them
1: go out till it was like in the 20s, which was a few days later. But the snow was still there for days after that. So oh, the, yeah. day that
2: we went, the day that we went, it was beautiful. It was like, what, in the 30s? Like, the we day were we poor. went was yeah.
1: the first day it went over freezing. So we were... It was... There was a thermometer on the school sign that said it was 34. So Probably felt like 60. Yeah, I mean, yeah, were taking I mean their it was the sun off. hitting you on it that snow.
2: Like, the kids were taking their coats off. And
1: Getting the sunburn. Because <laughs> those UV
0: rays bounce right up off that snow. That's true. That's that. That's just what people don't really realize. They go skiing. I mean, I don't snow ski, but all of my friends that do go snow skiing, they say, you know, you have to take this and this and you wrap up and stuff and take sunscreen. Because even though you're mm-hmm. way up on top of the mountain, all that snow, you will get a nasty sunburn. But outside. we all
2: sunburned. that When we went skiing in high school, I remember mean, we all got sunburned badly.
0: Yeah.
2: Our faces. Even though it was wasn't like covered.
0: 20 degrees outside and... Sun and snow, yep. yeah. You can get sunburn if it's if it's twenty degrees outside. I
1: prefer to get my sunburns uh, when it's warm outside. Yeah, uh, me too. So bring on that springtime warmth. I told him that.
2: I think it was yesterday. I was like, I'm done with the cold. I'm ready for spring and summer. We're ready to
1: get that pool open and oh. the kayaks waxed up. Broke Not in. that you wax up a kayak, but
0: broken and you uh, <laughs> could. We're well, ready. I, I, I want to go camping this year. Well, and the shows are starting back in Branson. I mean, they're, we're starting to kick, back this, kick in the season. I open my show Tuesday the 2nd, March 2nd. So we're hmm. going to have Tornado Drill and yep. opening of the Hughes Brothers Music Show. Now, I think the country show opens up Monday. And tomorrow we have rehearsal. So that's uh, a good reason why we're recording this on Thursdays, because I won't be around tomorrow. Hmm. And I just want life to get back to normal. And right. we're, we're getting there. We're getting there weather-wise. We're getting there COVID-wise. We're getting there. I want to get outside. I want to start playing. Uh, my arm is getting stronger. I'm throwing past uh, little ravines now, which I never could do last year. So I've got to keep that going, even though I'm getting awesome. old. <laughs> okay. Well, you got anything else before we tie a knot on this? Nope. Think we're done. You're done? I'm done. Okay, well, let's wrap this thing up then. So, be sure to look for us on Facebook at StormdarWeather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through a Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.